0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. My name is Mike Clark, and joining me today is the LFC webmaster and my good friend, Mr. Van Trend. Van, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? I'm really good, Mike. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. First and foremost, uh, you do a lot of great work with LFC as the webmaster, and you're also one of my favorite people as far as personnel go with LFC. So it's really a pleasure and a privilege to get you on, just to you know have everybody get informed of who you are and the great work that you do. So it's a pleasure and privilege on my end, sir. Thanks again. Yeah, it's uh, a, yeah, it's it's great having you as well, Mike, as the uh, as the podcast host. I've um, I've really enjoyed the work. Oh, I appreciate that very much. Now, speaking of your work, Mister Van Tren, let's talk about how you got involved with LFC, doing a lot of great work from the webmaster standpoint. We'll get into social media as well, but talk about how you got involved with LFC—that is, lingerie Fighting Championships.
1: Yeah, so, um, so I was—I've uh, been a uh, mixed martial artist my whole life, and um, so uh, my brother and I created a, a website called uh, MMALinker.com. It was really, really popular at the time, and. Um, and um, I, uh, we, um, we built it uh, to about um, 200,000 users. And uh, we, were to, we were able to sell it for quite a bit of money. And then we used that money to start up a, a technology company or a web development company. And at the time, um, Sean was looking for a, um, a team to help uh, uh, build the, uh, to manage the um, technology side of um, the LFC or to build out the website. So I, um, you know, I reached out to him and said, "Hey, you know, I have, I have some experience here. Maybe I can help you out." And then, um, you know, one thing led to another. Um, um, so now I am, I'm. So eight or what is it? Nine years later, yes. here we are.
0: I think what's awesome about that too is because I mean you start up and what great is because you're an MMA fan and when we look at lingerie Fighting Championships we got a lot of great women women's mixed martial arts we also great that you get that side with appeal and that overall sex appeal and the beauty aspect as well because if you look at the LFC presentation I mean we got a lot of beautiful girls yes they're beautiful and they're kicking butt at the same time but it's very interesting because it's a very unique spin on MMA also mixed with a little professional wrestling and many different art forms I think that's what makes uh, LFC great from the variety and the overall. The uniqueness of it for sure yeah at the beginning i mean um woman in
1: mixed martial art wasn't really um that um accepted i mean um dana white even said that uh, he he never thought or he he said that uh he does not see women fighting in mma or in the ufc ever and look at how that's changed right exactly. and then even women in sports in general over the last couple of years or over the last like i say decade or two mm-hmm. they've been really you know doing their thing and um and um and you know the LSC just is just one part of that. I mean, uh, we're we're growing as a company. Um, you know, traffic is up. Um, our brand awareness is up. Um, it's just, yeah. So women in sports right now, it's a, uh, yeah, something to look out for for sure.
0: I mean, I look at it from a stance when I was a kid and, you know, in the library at Ruth C. Kenny Elementary School, Mrs. Ashby, right? You had great women like Mia Hamm and, and, you know, Lisa Leslie from the WNBA and the soccer standpoint, many different sports. And I think that's what's great about it, too, is because we're seeing women get into that limelight. Like you talk about with Dana White, because I remember the exact quote that you were talking about. And then we see people like Ronda Rousey and Misha Tate and Amanda Nunez and so many people coming through the UFC rankings. I think that's what's great, because we see the prominence of the females, the overall dominance of the females and really just get to showcase women for the talent set there i mean you look in boxing when you have people like layla lee and so many people that have trailblazed for many different sports and different genres and overall art forms that women have got we've got to see in women even bring professional wrestling stands i mean it's amazing just to see the rise of women in sports and there i say the overall evolution man for sure for sure we're not the only one doing this i mean there's a lot of other great companies out there
1: like uh, women of wrestling and uh, shine and uh, even the wwe's um, Yep um um NXT or next they they're doing their thing too and um i mean yeah
0: that's it's it's a it's definitely um leveling the playing fields for sure of course, I mean, and then you take it back to the late 80s where you have gorgeous ladies of wrestling, and then we see the reboot on Netflix. There's so many companies that come into fruition with this, and you look at women's mixed martial arts, Shannon Knapp with her promotion Invicta. It's a nice feeding ground for a lot of girls to go to UFC, and I think that's what's great about it too is because, god dang, man, you look at their alumni, like Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke who were going to the WWE, and we've seen a lot of girls go on to UFC. I think that's great for the feeder system as well because not a lot of people do. A lot of women mixed martial arts company, you know, companies, like with Invicta, what we do with LFC. It's really just amazing just to see that overall encompassed and captured And taking looking at LFC, I think you can agree with me on this. Back in the day, we had LFL, the Landry Football League, right? I always kind of make that comparison because it's like, God dang, look at these girls in the LFL. They're beautiful. They're strong. They're kicking butt and taking names at the same time. But it's overall the sex appeal and the overall beauty of it that we get to see these beautiful girls kicking butt and taking names that we have with the LFL. So there's a lot of tie-in and correlations and somewhat similarities to what we've seen with the LFL and LFC, especially with some of the fighters like Lauren the Animal Fogle, who is an alumni of the LFL and LFC prospect Ty Emery coming in. So there's great tie-ins and correlations there.
1: For sure. Um, with the LFL, too, I think they rebranded to uh, Legends Football League, right? Yes, and and they're doing their thing, and I think they rebranded again to to the XFL, not the XFL. Um, um I can't remember the the, the the new name they're 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 going under now, but um, yeah. Um, you you brought up uh, Invicta. I just want to mention that. Uh, so yeah. Invicta is probably the um. The, the 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 biggest all-female MMA league. Yep. But uh, just in terms of uh, online presence, I think we might have them beat um just i just wanted to throw that out there for anybody that's listening so we i can i can um properly say or honestly say that uh, lfc is the world's biggest all female mma league
0: all right. Yeah, and I think what's, what's great about it too is, and I'm glad that you put that out there because, I mean, from the social media standpoint, like you, I'll be honest with you, with your knowledge of social media and the website technology, this is what I appreciate about you because, I mean, in a day and age where everything's social media, and I'll be honest with you, I'm kind of the traditionalist in a way, you know what I'm saying? Because before social media with the MySpaces and the Facebooks and Twitters and Instagrams, it's just amazing just to see how we've come as far as the technological, excuse me, technological standpoint, if you will, over the years. And, I mean, with the social media, look at LFC's Twitter and Instagram so many people going to these sites and it's just amazing just to see us get the eyes on the product you know
1: yeah for sure uh, on social media i mean um if you look at twitter we, we the interaction we have on twitter is way you know um our, our fans on twitter i think uh, interact way more than a lot of the other leagues and um i think we got like what uh, close to 7000 followers on there now and on Instagram we we just broke 10000 this week so that's a pretty big milestone um obviously facebook we're doing our thing with over 100000 um subscribers or fault or likes. And uh, we just we just started at TikTok and within about a week or two we're close to 5,000 followers now. So there's there's definitely a um, a demand for our brand
0: um in the market right now. And um and yeah, we're just we're just growing day by day, Mike. It is. And what's great about it too is first and foremost 10k on Instagram, big deal. And then we almost got over 6,600 on on Twitter. And TikTok, god dang, man, isn't it amazing just to see like the influx of TikTok? I mean, back in the day, we had Vine and we had a lot of these sites. But isn't it amazing just to see the overall outreach and the overall growth TikTok has had in such a short period of time and now LFC is on there? Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's the the new, um, it's definitely the new uh, social media platform to uh,
1: pay attention to. Although we we are on, um, for anybody who's listening, we just, uh, we just jumped on Tumblr and also Reddit, if you want to find us on there. And, um, yeah, so Tumblr
0: and Reddit, So for anybody who's listening. All right, yeah, we'll put the links for the LFC Tumblr and Reddit at the end of the show, and also the fact that, I mean, well, LFC has the deal with OnlyFans, and that's also one of the biggest ones that's out there. I think it's great we have the OnlyFans TV and LFC being on OnlyFans because we've seen that encompass the different variety with so many people on OnlyFans, and how we've seen that come into fruition over months and months and months, you know what I'm saying? I think that's very cool now that we have LFC on OnlyFans and we get to see a lot of the talent on OnlyFans as well. Yeah, that is cool for sure. Um
1: yeah, OnlyFans is a really really big company and they're they're trying to um trying to break into the mainstream media and then move away from the uh the the adult industry stigma. Mm-hmm. And uh so I guess uh that's part of the reason why why we partnered up with them to because we are mainstream and we appeal to the masses and um you know, partnering up with us
0: um was, you know, it's only a good thing for them and um yeah, I, I thought I thought it was good I thought it was a good partnership. Absolutely. And I mean, like you stated, I mean, getting away from the adult stigma, because we've seen a lot of people that work in the adult industry on there. But I think it's also cool that we have LFC on there from clips and standpoint from that standpoint, because there is the sex appeal from the, you know, the overall excuse me, the um, the clips and everything that really goes into what LFC does as far as just the overall sex appeal in their own right. And I got to say this about you, Mr. Vantran. When it comes to website technology, one of the baddest sites out there is the LFC website, LaundryFC.com. A lot of hard work and a lot of greatness that goes into that. Talk about the website, man. We got website technology. We got everything encompassed with the website. And personally, I'm going to say this right now. One of the best websites go. there. so clean, so many different aspects and different attributes about the website. Talk about the website. Um, I can't talk about the website without talking about the people behind it.
1: Um, so we, um, I don't know if they want to be named, but, uh, we got a, uh, you know, we got a programmer who's, um, you know, who's very, very experienced. Uh, we got a writer, uh, you guys know, uh, as a um, AC man, he's been doing a lot of, um, work for us and, uh, some graphics designer too. Mayday, he's been doing a lot of good work for us. Um, and then myself just, uh, just managing the whole thing and try not to, try not to crash the site on a daily basis, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, uh, we're, um, uh, regarding um lingeriefc.com um like you said i tr- i th- i think that we have the best mma site out there and if anybody wants to challenge me on that <laughs> you you can you can find me at uh, info@lingeriefc.com i mean if you compare it to um, you know ufc.com or bellator or even invicta um just just the way the information is presented from the fighters to the events to the news to the videos and then not to mention our real- reality tv series and uh, our uh, vip members only subscription just the way everything's laid out, it's 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 very clean, very informative, and um, from from the mobile standpoint to tablets to desktop, hands down we have the best MMA website out there. Sure, dog, MMA Junkie come talk to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love the confidence, man. I have to agree with you because I look at it from a stance too is when you look at how everything's organized from what I do with the podcast, from the VIP membership, which we'll get into, we have the great photos, the rankings, and then now the prospects that have been added. So we get to see so many prospects, the rules, very informative for a lot of people. And we go back to that VIP membership, nine ninety nine a month. You get to see a lot of things from behind the scenes. We get to see the reality show. So there's a lot of compass for the VIPs. And I think as a VIP member of my own, right some of the best content out there some of the great profiles for a lot of the great talent that we see in lingerie fighting championships i think everybody gets their money's worth with the vip membership
1: for sure for sure and with the vip membership i mean you get you get all of the events uh, you get every single individual fight you get the reality tv series exposed and you also go, you also get uh, vip members only videos where you can't find anywhere else and um, i mean for 9.99 a month that's that's a no-brainer um you were you were talking about uh, the prospects too i mean we've only started um we've sta- we put started putting a lot of work into the prospects going out and trying to recruit um other fighters to join the league and then we've get be getting a lot of um, um a lot of awareness there so uh, just to, just a um for anybody out there who's looking to uh, you know to fight mma and to fight for the lfc i mean um, just check out our website lingeriefc.com, and then uh, se- uh you know send us a message and uh, we'll we'll uh yeah we'll see where that, we'll see the where that goes
0: of course and we talk about the team and I mean people can talk to myself people can talk to you I think what's great about it too is like this is what I love about the team going back to that for a second like we're all on the same team we're all we got that camaraderie we got that professionalism I think we are just one message away or one email away to make a lot of people that want to join lingerie fighting championships the LFC I think it's great because then we get to see him on that as a prospect and then we get to see him at a future event I think that's wonderful just because I mean it's so many it's so great to see the outreach and the outpour of people from different countries and from different states and cities wanting to be get involved in LFC and get the eyes on the product and just want to compete and have some fun I'll be honest with you i was talking with the other day i've seen girls like farrah and ashley from the rock of love Brett michael show who wants to get involved i mean that's great for people that we've seen from back in the day from people that are still doing their thing now from a celebrity standpoint i think that's really really cool just to see so many different aspects and dare i say an array of many different you know variations of life that's just awesome man
1: for sure for sure and then you can't you can't talk about the the team uh, without talking about the uh, the president, the CEO, and the C uh, CFO Sean Donnelly, I mean, um, he's been uh, steering the ship right since the beginning, mm-hmm. and um, obviously, um, you know, he's done a lot of, yeah, one one of the smartest and nicest men I've ever uh, I've ever worked for or worked with, and um, yeah, just want to give a big shout out to Sean, <laughs> oh.
0: and. Uh, oh. Yeah, Yeah, I'm right there with you, man. I don't mean to cut you off, but God dang, man, when we see Sean and just everything that he's done from the reality standpoint, the producing standpoint, he is the nuts and bolts. He goes through everything. And like you said, one of the nicest guys out there, such a true pro. And I think anybody that gets to know Sean personally, and like you said, get to know him for who he is. I think that's also what really, really encompasses why you should want to get with LFC, because you got a lot of great people like Sean. You got people like Richard Ember from the photography standpoint. And that's what really makes a lot of people you know, really want to get invested. We got these calendars, we got the events, which we'll talk about here in a second, but everybody from Sean on down is absolutely amazing. I think that's what everybody will get to see and enjoy when they take a look at lingerie FC, whether it be website and overall, the personnel standpoint. Yeah. And yourself
1: too, Mike. I mean, I can't give you enough, um, enough credit for what you do. I mean, just, um, you know, th- like your, um, your personality and your, uh, your love for the sport really shines through um, and uh, just for your, your love for women in general. I mean, um, yeah, just uh, yeah, I really appreciate what you're doing for 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 the brand for the league.
0: I appreciate that, Van. And I think what's great about this too, is like I encompass every time I do the show, beauty, strength, and dominance. It's not just the name of the podcast. It's my mindset. That's how you have to be. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful women and what I, what I've seen in MMA and professional wrestling, that's the mindset is really just incorporating their athleticism with them as a people and shine through with their overall being. And I think that's a lot of people can learn from. And I think you also have to open up your horizons and get to see the women for who they are, the work of art and just the overall talents that shine through. And I think that we get through that with a lot of, the podcast and of course the fans and the personnel like yourself doing these shows but it's great to just get everybody the eyes and the ears on LFC with this for sure Mike for sure now I wanted to also talk to you because man we got events coming up we got another event coming for Sturgis Bike Rally I, it's one of those things where you've seen events like WCW there from road Wild. we get to see musicians there. Fozzie just did a show there. Chris Jericho's band LFC coming to Sturgis. That is a big deal. So we get to see more events encompassed in 2021. I mean, we killed it at the last time with Sturgis. I'm excited for the next Sturgis show.
1: I'm super excited as well. Yeah. Speaking of the last one, um, it's probably the best, uh, a pivotal event for us. I mean, um, yeah, just from every, every fight from beginning to end, it was uh, yeah, super exciting. I mean, and and if that's you know we we set the bar pretty high with with that event, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see we'll see what uh, you know LFC thirty one or the the next one Sturgis has to has to offer because uh, it's gonna be a
0: tough one to beat for sure. Well, Absolutely, and I mean we got the new LFC champion Danica De La Rouge in there defeating Shea, the Fox Mosado, and we get to see a lot of the the talent come back and I think what's great about Sturgis is too I mean we get the interactions we had food named after him drinks it's just the overall camaraderie of Sturgis that I love and especially with everything that's going on Van in the world from quarantine from the pandemic I think what's great on the LFC side of things is when things are down and when things are kind of in a negative light LFC gets to keep on keeping on and dare I say keep on trucking to quote Eddie Kendricks of the Temptations man and doing what they do and showcasing the talents and showcasing people with a lot of great events and a lot of great shows I think that just showcases Cases LFC's dedication just for putting on the events for the people. Yeah, hundred percent agree with you. And then I know I
1: know I've, I've been hearing for uh, for the next uh, show at Sturgis we're, we're going to be on the main stage. So it could potentially be the uh, the biggest um, MMA event in terms of audience attendance in the history of uh, MMA. I guess I mean um, um, historically, I mean the Sturgis uh, the main stage has had like over hundred thousand um, uh, fans. So therefore, if we are
0: uh, going to be on the main stage this year, that's going to be a huge for us. 100% agreed, and and for me, from a stance like, and I love the Las Vegas events, like Samstown. Samstown has held, you know, Impact Wrestling and so many events in Las Vegas. It's the fight capital of the world. They got future stars of wrestling there, from the wrestling standpoint, and they've had many boxing events. But I think what's really cool about the fact that it's Sturgis is just because that overall atmosphere. And I think we get to see a lot of people like My Richards, who did her thing, you know, the Buffalo Chip model. Hopefully, get to see her in LFC, and it's one of those things where it's just for everybody that has not been the stages, everybody that watches the event you get to just see a lot of also the badass entrances if you will coming out on the bikes it's the overall presentation that we see not just from the in-ring standpoint but the entrances it's really something for everybody to catch the eye you know
1: yeah it was it was definitely uh different for sure i mean you got these uh you got the girls coming in on the uh the bikes, the bikes and um and and with the crowd behind them and uh, uh and having another outdoor event it was a uh, it was definitely a uh, yeah definitely a really good uh really good for the fans.
0: I think what's great about it too, is I believe you yourself, Mr. Van were at one of the LFCs actually live in person, correct? Yeah. I, I went to LFC 26 and, nice. um, it was my, my first, uh,
1: in person, uh, LFC event. And, uh, yeah, that was a really, really good experience for sure. Uh, I got to meet a lot of the fighters and a lot of the, I got to meet Sean and then, um, yeah, no, um, yeah, it was really fun. It was really, really fun. I and think- I would love to, yeah, I would love to go back for another one, but, uh, Depending on uh, travel restrictions and
0: uh, all all of that, we'll, we'll see what happens. Oh, of course, I mean, first of all, what an event to be at LFC twenty six! The debuts of Tomico, the Temperatures, Tajima, and Bella Inc. and the main event with Monica Flabomb Garcia and Ali Baby Doll Parks and everything that really went into it. Of course, the uh, Leon Hader getting suspended at that event, throwing out Jesse and Tomiko. It was <laughs> it was one of the uh, most memorable ones as far as LFC goes. And Jennifer jenny bloody valentine jennifer thomas getting her first one over Vatira. every fight top to bottom from lfc 26 was a uh, was a banger and dare i say that's a great event for your first time being in lfc get to be in that atmosphere you know
1: yeah it was re- it was really fun and i uh, hope I get to go uh, go back to see another one for sure
0: oh same i hope to be there one in person as well in the future and i gotta say sir when we are at one together i look forward to meeting you and i'll say that with the utmost sincerity and respect to you mr Ben. that goes both ways mike I appreciate that. Another thing I got to say, first and foremost, you're a big mixed martial arts and UFC fan. Like, for me, I'll be honest with you, I grew up in the day and age, like, we'll talk about growing up in the 90s here, but god dang, man, the 90s, I was... I was around with the TRL and the pop culture days, which we'll talk about as well. But me, I mostly became a fan. I started with wrestling, and then I worked my way back to UFC. Like, I was aware of guys like Ken Shamrock and Tank Abbott and Frank Shamrock and guys like Chuck Liddell and Randy Couture and many great fighters that we've seen in UFC. So I always loved and appreciated the art forms of MMA and everything that tied in with pro wrestling and having Brock Lesnar be in there, CM Punk dabbled in his fights, and a lot of people just trying from both worlds. So I wanted to ask you, isn't it amazing just to see the tie-ins and correlate that we've seen from MMA and pro wrestling, everybody trying their own hand in both respective sports and art forms. For sure, for sure. I mean, I'm in uh, I've been a MMA fan since
1: uh since the early 2000s, and um and uh, I've seen I've seen how it progressed till uh, up until today. And um it, it's it's and you, you mentioned Brock Lesnar coming over from the WWE to the UFC and becoming its uh, heavyweight champion. I mean um, um so so. So MMA is fairly new, uh, and then so we had a uh, WWE sport, the biggest sports entertainment company in the world, and then we had boxing, the biggest combat um, uh, uh, fighting style, and then MMA uh, busts into the scene, and um, you know there. So now we have three players at the top of uh, combat sports or sports entertainment, with MMA, the, the boxing, and um, pro wrestling. So um, um, one one thing I've always said about uh, uh, kayfabe or the WWE is that I don't think the WWE is um, kayfabe is only exclusive to the WWE now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's kind of, um, spreading across all other, um, realms such as boxing and such as MMA. Um, hence, you know, Brock Lesnar, uh, switching over and all of these, um, all of these, um, um, what do you call it? Um,
0: talents, superstars.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I was going to, I was going to mention like a uh, Mayweather versus, uh, the big uh, show Logan Paul coming up. Um, and then also Mayweather versus uh, Conor McGregor, and then we had uh, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the future of um, combat sports or sports entertainment won't be exclusive to their own um, league or um, um, so it won't be exclusive just boxing. So boxing is going is going to come over to WWE, and WWE is going to come over to uh, UFC. So we have all of these things uh, mixing and merging together, and uh, that's kind of what I see the future. That's how I see the future of um. um of sports entertainment um yeah so so i just want um yeah that's that's pretty much what i think about that
0: Oh no, man, I think you nailed it head on, man I mean, you talk about Mayweather One of his biggest attractions for WWE Was 2008 at WrestleMania 24 against the Big Show And I mean, we've seen it back in the day Where we've seen Antonio Inoki and Muhammad Ali And we've seen so many people in the 70s and the 80s Really just go, you know, full on With the overall tie and correlations From different respective combative natures But I also gotta say with you, first and foremost Because you brought up that fight Can we just say, let's go Mayweather Oh my god, the Paul brothers I'm just gonna say this right <laughs> now Oh. I mean, YouTubers and they do what they do, and they, I'm sure they work hard. But God dang man, I'm just ready for Floyd Mayweather to mollywop somebody. How about yourself? Yeah.
1: So uh, I, I, apparently they postponed that event uh, due to uh, COVID and other reasons. But um, but yeah, these these, these um, I would I would call them super fights. Um, like you know Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Um, I everybody wants to see Logan Paul get get his head punched in, right? Yeah. I mean um, <laughs> I mean um. It's, it's 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 entertainment that's for sure, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna sell a lot of tickets. And um, but it's it's a little bit I don't want to say sad, um, just to to, to kind of uh, like the state of how boxing is right now. Instead of um you know pitting the two best fighters against each other, they're now doing you know these uh these um these these shows where it's the most popular fighters fighting each other, and then it's gonna work because they sell tickets right.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and I guess that's the, the name of the game like how much money can you make so so by you know putting these guys together they're going to sell millions of tickets and we're all going to buy it and we're all going to talk about it and and then so i guess the traditional way of fighting is going to be left behind and that's why i say it's kind of it's a little bit sad to think about but is it wrong i i don't know if it is wrong because if you're willing to pay to watch these guys go at it then you know at the end of the day it's, it's about entertainment right and um yeah it's it's a uh, well. It'll be interesting to see where, where the sport goes in the next couple of years. But if I had to guess, though, like everything's going to merge together. Um, everybody will be fighting each other, and it doesn't matter on skill level or um or um credentials. It just it just matters on you know how many um, how many um, pay per view tickets you can sell.
0: Agreed and I also look at it from the stands like you may like you think like you said you it's kind of sad But at the end of the day like, you know You're telling the story and you're actually getting people invested into watching the fight and wanting yeah. to see the outcome And I think at the end of the day, that's the overall end game.
1: Yeah, 100, I 100% agree with you and I mean that might be a good thing Everybody has a story to tell right of course And, then, uh, and I mean with the the, the Logan Paul brothers they're, they're not athletes by any means, but uh, they are athletic I mean they wrestled and um, they've and, um, if you, if you look at the last fight with, um, uh, with the younger, the younger brother where he uh, fought uh, Nate Robinson, I mean, the dude can fight. And then, so, I mean, he's two and in boxing right now and he's been calling out McGregor and he's been calling out all these, he's fighting Ben Askren next. I don't know if you heard about that. And Ben Askren is a, is a, uh, Olympic wrestler. His striking is not that great. And he just had his hips replaced. So, uh, to fight, uh, so this
0: fight's going to be interesting. <laughs> we'll we'll see what happens though um, yeah I did hear about that, and personally, I'm interested. Anything that has to do with these upcoming fights, and like you mentioned Nate Robinson, it's one of those things where you have me intrigued, you have me sold, and that's why we were talking about the storytelling of it. And I love it. And I get we get to see a lot of things as well with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship and so many different organizations. Like I said, just everything that comes into fruition with various sports and combative natures, I follow. And just because I appreciate the overall art form of that and athleticism, I always say it's kind of like Training Day. You know, if you for those who remember Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, the shit's chest. It ain't checkers, to make that verbiage and that quote just because at the end of the day, it's a chess. It's different ways to put it on the table of how you're going to win, locating a body, systematic dissection, joint manipulation, striking. I just always appreciated that art form of it, and we're going to see a lot of that going forward.
1: For sure. You mentioned uh, bare knuckle boxing, and uh, um, so um, tonight is uh, knuckle mania. It starts at 9 p.m., so I'll be tuning into that. And, uh, I mean, you got Paige Van Zandt um, coming yes. over from the, U- from the UFC to do some bare knuckle i mean she's a beast i mean <laughs> so uh, uh props to her and then you got uh you got the co-main event which is uh johnny bedford versus dat win and um so that's that's the fight i'm most looking forward to um and then you got uh, chris lieben uh, coming over in the ufc apparently this is a farewell fight so yeah bare knuckle that's doing his thing i mean i've been following them for a very long time um, i'm a big fan of theirs and um it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what uh what happens tonight because i see them as a big player in 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 this sport just like how the ufc um broke into um mainstream media in the early 2000s it seems like bare knuckles is 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 doing the same thing and um i know like a lot of people say you know it's cockfighting and it's it's super violent and there's all you know like nobody walks out of a bare knuckle looking looking pretty right but um but on, on the same note i mean um um with with no gloves and with um you know, like, um, it, it, they're, they're claiming it's safer. I, 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 I want to see the study on that. but uh, And their, their point is that um, with no gloves, um, the shots has to be more accurate and it's one-shot knockout where you're not taking, like, abuse for three or five rounds straight, right? And you, it's one shot, you're out. And I know it sounds a little bit gruesome, but, um, but uh, anyway, well, we'll see where that goes. We'll see if they follow the uh, UFC business plan. And try to uh, you know uh, dominate uh, da, um, the the industry with um, with their with their business model, but um, uh, very entertaining though, very very entertaining.
0: Oh, same. And I look at it from a stand too, like you talk about, like it may be gruesome, but there's like there's the science and the overall mechanics behind it. And I mean, for me, I look forward to seeing where the pro where the product goes and the product keeps progressing. And that's what I love about each and everything that goes into the combative nature of it. And speaking of that, wins, sir, Mr. MMA, then I got to ask you about your YouTube channel coming up. I just listened to the interview. Great. Interview with that we get to talk about his style his restaurant growing up and just everything that really encompasses his overall being as a fighter now Before we even get into that interview and talking about interviewing him talk about coming up with this YouTube channel I'm very excited. I subscribe to it You're doing your thing now from the interview standpoint really getting the love of MMA that you have Onto the YouTube front and just from the interviewing standpoint and you like myself giving people the platform to tell their stories So talk about the YouTube channel then
1: for sure yeah, so like I've like mentioned earlier, I've been a mixed martial artist my whole life. A really big MMA fan or combat fi- sports fan in general. And that's why I got into um, uh, the LFC and that's why I, I started the, U- uh, the, the YouTube channel. So so the premise made on the YouTube channel is just for me to talk to different um, MMA fighters and uh, maybe some combat sports athletes in general. Um, because, uh, you know, if, if I were to reach out to anybody, hey, can I just have a conversation with you? They probably won't give me the light of day. and that, But if I mention, hey, I got a YouTube channel, and, you know maybe they'll you know they'll be able to tell their story maybe they'll, they'll be able to get some reach and you know might entice them to uh you know to, to be able to talk to me because who am i right but um but yeah so so the so the youtube channel is just uh, me trying to uh, interviewing uh, different mma fighters and um so that's one uh two is to um you know to grow uh, the lse brand um to interview some of our fighters um and uh well that's the same thing so and the, the secondary reason for it is to for me to for it uh, to hold myself accountable for my own health because you know I'm starting to train again I'm starting to uh, you know uh, I'm trying to eat healthy and I'm trying to uh, just hold myself accountable for for my personal health and um, to have this channel and to be able to update people every day and uh, and to, to talk to different people about you know their training resume and their nutrition that I'd be able to um, inspire myself to do the same thing so um, we'll see where it goes I mean it's just a, a hobby right now but um, who knows in a couple of years I'll maybe at your level Mike
0: yeah, well, I appreciate that. And first and foremost, you're actually very smart and you brought up a great point here because usually when I reach out to a lot of people for podcasts with this or what have you, what's amazing about it too is I always include my links. I think that's what you have to do. Explain the nature and the reason why you want to have this conversation, but also provide in links because like at the end of the day, and I'll say this right now from my stance, who the hell am I? But at the end of the day, once you you know show your credentials and show what you're all about, that really goes a long way in reaching out to said person for said interview. So I think that's very smart with the way that you're going about things.
1: Yeah, thanks. So it's it's just a hobby right now, but um yeah, there's a lot of other things I want to get into like uh I think I think I mentioned uh, politics and I'm really into that, but obviously not everybody wants to hear your opinion on politics, right? So I'll just I'll just leave that at that. But um yeah.
0: But no, man, I think that's great about it because you're a free spirit and you're one of these people that wants to go in different avenues and different varieties. I think that's very cool because, you know, talking to you and getting to know you over the years, man, you're a very intelligent son of a gun. So it's really going to shine through with your personality with every interview that you do for MMA Van. Thanks a lot, Mike. Really appreciate it. You're very welcome. And another thing I got to mention about you, sir, because Dat what about the interview, I just got to say, very informative. If anybody hasn't checked that out, check out Van on MMA, Van uh, interviewing Dat Excuse me. God dang, a lot of things to learn about Mr. Dat growing up and everything that really goes into what really encompassed him as a fighter. I mean, you've included some clips and a lot of his fights on your YouTube as well. I think really everything that went into that interview was very, just not informative, but very fun. And you made it very accommodating and comfortable for him. And I think, you did a very good job with that interview man
1: for sure yeah so yeah so I reached out to dad on uh on Instagram and just kind of explained uh, what I was doing and then right away he was like yeah let's let's do it and obviously um so dad's Vietnamese and I'm also Vietnamese so there's a little bit of a, uh, I uh, I guess um a little bit of pride there I don't know if that's a the right way to say it so and he's fighting for the title tonight too um, against uh, the undefeated five and Johnny Bedford, and Johnny is a USC vet, so he's a really, really tough, dude. So this is like the ultimate underdog story, right? So, so that's why I wanted to talk to him and to to kind of get his perspective on uh, on everything. And um, yeah, I think um a lot of people uh, it's been getting a lot of uh good reviews, so um, I really enjoy doing it. I'm looking forward to uh, yeah, to interviewing a bunch of other fighters too. I mean, I think I mentioned uh, I'm getting Jennifer Thomas on, and I'm I'm getting I, I've had Agatha on, and then uh, Tomiko is gonna. It's going to jump on soon. So um, yeah, really excited
0: for those. I think when you have three vets like that, and I think with Agatha, who for a short time that she's been in LFC, since LFC 25, you have someone of her stature that's just also fun. And then you have Jennifer Thomas, who's been in the world of wrestling and in the world of LFC. And Tomiko just looks amazing just for her age and just everything that she encompasses with her overall diet and her overall workout regimen. So, I mean, you got three girls that are badasses coming on. I can't wait to listen to those interviews as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, I'm hoping they inspire me to – to, to jump on this uh you know start uh, working out again and uh you know eating healthy so that's that's uh it's a little bit selfish to say to get all these people on to kind of like
0: um see what they're doing uh, with their training and nutrition and try to copy that hey i mean i think it's, it's a smart thing and it's very interesting and also if you get to inspire people that's the end game that's the end goal mr van so you get to also you know learn about different tips look about different strategies and just become a better you i think you're very smart and that's very it's a great way to look at it you know that's a great way to,
1: to think about it. I mean, um, first and foremost, it is to uh, try to inspire other people to, uh, to do the same, right? To get all these uh, people who, who've accomplished, uh, you know, like uh, who are fighters and who, who've done, you know, like great things, um, you know, like seeing, hearing their story. And then maybe it might motivate, uh, you know, might motivate us to, to
0: do the same thing. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, that's what it's about. And that's what's amazing as we do as interviewers and people as what we do from a conversation standpoint, And a lot of things that we can really equate into everyday life. And speaking of stuff that we get to equate in everyday life, each and every time I do this show, there's a lot of pop culture references. And I think a lot of people can show my nerdiness in this. So we're going to talk about growing up in the 90s. So I was a kid. Born in 1992, so I mean, growing up, we had the days of TRL and MTV when they actually played music, and VH1, BET, and so many great channels. Like, I was just that kid that really absorbed everything from, like, a music standpoint, just, you know, the influence from your parents and stuff. So growing up in the 90s to where we are now, I'm going to say it right now, some of the most fun times in the 90s from different variations from music, from sports. I mean, Mike Tyson biting off of Vander Foleyfield's ear. Uh-huh. Want to go back to that and, i mean i was five when that happened still that's a lot to take in for a five-year-old then you look at the news the next day and bada boom there's mike tyson just biting off evander holyfield's ear but there's so many moments from the 90s that i think it's great and i gotta say growing up it was it's one of the best time periods besides the 80s like to grow up and just to see the overall evolution from where we are from the 90s to where we are now in 2021 for god's sake my goodness like it's just amazing to see how time flies you know
1: for sure, for sure.
0: Yeah, I'm a '90s kid as well. Born in '85, and uh,
1: uh, my family immigrated uh, to Canada uh, when I was five, mm-hmm. and um, so it was it was it was it was definitely a a new experience. I grew up in a small uh, a small city in um, in Ontario called uh, Chatham, and um, and uh, you you mentioned um, yeah watching Mike Tyson growing up, and I, I remember <laughs> the Holyfield incident. That was uh that was a uh, I, I mean if if it, when you got your back against the cage, right? Yep. Or against the against the wall. Against yes, you're gonna you're gonna do whatever it takes. But uh, speaking of Mike Tyson, he's 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 been around for a very long time, and he's still around today. I mean, he's doing his thing with uh, with Triller and fighting Roy, uh, Royce Jones Jr. As I mentioned before. And um and I thought I thought of something the other day, which was um uh, maybe you can let me know what you think about this, Mike. Do you think uh, Mike Tyson is a bigger personality than Arnold Schwarzenegger?
0: Oh my goodness, See, that's I, a talk- that's a tough question that's a tough one to debate just because of what Arnold did and just everything from the bodybuilding world to movies and just the overall transition I mean you have Mike Tyson coming in from the 80s and just doing what he's done with so many great fights it's interesting to like make that debate because we've seen Mike you know transition and we've seen him done some acting roles and appearances and like the hangover and from the comedic standpoint and then he's been on WWF with Stone Cold Steve Austin WrestleMania 14 and he just did something with All Elite Wrestling with Chris Jericho I mean it's one of those things too where like it's a hard one to debate but i gotta say with what arnold's done for bodybuilding and the nutritional aspect i would kind of give a little more to arnold but i also would see the debate for mike tyson because you know from the stone cold steve austin wrestlemania 14 and how he's gone from you know boxing to wrestling and being in the wwe celebrity wing of the hall of fame i think he's really inspired so it's a tough one but if i was to pick one between the two i gotta say more mike tyson on this one i would lean more tyson but Schwarzenegger's right behind him in that
1: yeah i mean um yeah, two two of the two of my biggest influences for sure growing up um yeah so you're speaking so growing up what, what, what kind of shows did you watch Mike, growing up i mean from, um
0: I'll, I'll let you go first Oh, sure. Yeah, from my stance, like, I was the Nickelodeon kid. I'd watch, like, Keenan and Kel and all that, and really just everything that was on SNCC in, like, the 90s, you know what I'm saying, on Saturday nights watching Nickelodeon. And Disney Channel was in there, and, like like I said, mainly TRL. Like, that was the goal as a kid. You had Carson Daly posting Total Request Live on MTV. Every time I come home from school at, like, 3 or 4 p.m. in the afternoon, that's what you tuned into just to see the top 10 video countdown. And me, I was a 106 and Park guy on BET with Free and AJ. Uh, Big Tigger in the basement with Rap City. Yeah. <laughs> you got VH1 pop-up video in the top countdowns, but yeah, I was more the music lover, and maybe some uh, Disney and maybe some Nickelodeon, but that was like my main variety as a kid in the '90s. Yeah, for me it was BET. You you, you mentioned 106 in the
1: park, and nice. uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I know it was. Uh, I mean, being um uh, being a uh, a my mi- minority um, growing up in Chatham, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people to look up to, so uh, BET was like you know uh, was the only uh, was the only thing I kind of. Um, kind of um related to and uh you know with the uh, even gr- growing up on uh, um hip-hop music uh it's uh yeah super uh i don't mean, know it shaped me into who i am today right but um what about um the simpsons or uh, were you a fan of uh, dragon ball at all I-, I only brought that up because those are my two favorite uh cartoons growing up
0: I was. I enjoyed The Simpsons and Dragon Ball Z. I'll be honest with you, when I was a kid, I was more like a Pokemon kind of guy because that was like (laughs) rage, but I like them. I I, I enjoy everything that went into them. I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch them as much, but every time I watched them, I thought it was funny. I really just enjoy The Simpsons and really just everything. I think if you put it in front of me, I'll give it a shot and a go because there's a lot of different variety from how people, you know, watch shows and, you know, really gravitate towards certain shows. So me, I'll, I'll, I'll always try something new, and I always just enjoyed everything that was out there, you know?
1: yeah for sure i mean I still watch The simpsons today i mean they're nice. still around i mean they've uh, they've influenced uh, culture so much right mm-hmm. but um yeah so that's uh um
0: yeah. Well, you also have the hip hop stance I'll go back to for a second because I was the kid in the '90s. I didn't, I didn't have no East Coast West Coast beef. Like I love me some Biggie, I love me some Tupac, I love me some Big Pun, some Fat Joe. I mean, everything that really was at your fingertips. We're talking about Nas, and we're talking about so many people in the hip hop genre. Like it was right there, and a lot of people just love what '90s hip hop encompassed. I mean, your DMXs will be here all day, but god dang, Van, just the overall influx of hip hop in the '90s. That's just timeless stuff right there.
1: For sure. For me, it was Bone Thugs and Harmony. That was what—that's uh, what I grew up on. I'm one of my favorite, uh, probably favorite group.
0: Oh, you're gonna um, meet me at the crossroads, man. So you want yeah. <laughs> to miss everybody? Okay, I like your style.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, maybe we can talk about uh, the technology that goes behind uh, uh, Laundry Fighting Championships. Oh, sure.
0: Okay? Yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to.
0: Um,
1: so so. <sighs> I hope this is entertaining to 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 listening. But uh, just wanted to to kind of like tell everybody what uh, what it's built on and where we're thinking about going with it. But so originally when we started, we uh, we built it from scratch with a uh, PHP and HTML and CSS, and then we we realized that uh, you know you need to be on a platform, and the platform is um so so what's the biggest platform out there, which is WordPress, right? Mm-hmm. So we jumped on WordPress right away, not right away, but about three or four years after, and then we've been building it off that ever since. So WordPress powers about 20, 25 percent of a uh, of the uh, the internet's websites, um, so it's been it's it's done wonders for us. It it, it man- helps manages the news and the fighter pages and the event pages. Uh, really really easy to use and easy to uh, share on social media as well. Um, so 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 it's a combination of WordPress and uh, Laravel. Uh, so Laravel is a PHP framework that we've used to. Um, to uh, to dynamically dynamically generate the event in fighter pages because if you, if you were to uh, edit one fighter page, obviously you want that to propagate across all the other ones. So we use Laravel for that purpose on a uh, MySQL database. Um, yeah, just just my uh, programming nerdiness coming out there. I just wanted to uh, to throw that out there for anybody who is wondering. And um, yeah, just I just I just wanted to talk about that. And I, I also want to talk about uh, uh, maybe the future of uh, of, of, of events in the LFC. I mean, you got, you know, you got the worldwide pandemic going on right now where nobody's hosting shows. I mean, we've had a couple of shows canceled last year and then um, it looks like we have a show that ha- happening this year. But um, one thing we want to try to do is to try to take the, um, the pay-per-view events into our own hands. So one, one initiative we're starting is um, to maybe try to um, pre-sell pay-per-view tickets to be able to host these events. So I'm not... Um, um, not, I don't want to. I don't want to, you know, talk too much about that. But uh, if, if uh, for, for all the fans out there, our goal this year to is to host as many events as possible. And one of the ways we're going to try to do that is, you know, to put together a really, really solid card, and um, and uh, and try to pre-sell tickets for for the said card, and uh, and then uh, throw, uh, and then um, go ahead and host the event. Um. Yeah. So just something that to, to look out for.
0: Now I'm going to say this just to add on to that Because he said that so eloquently and beautifully there I think what goes into the website And just everything that he went from his program nerdiness Over here, so we got the pop culture nerdiness And program nerdiness over here, but I digress No, it's one of those things where I look at it From a stance too, like it's smart business It's everything that goes into, you know Expanding with the vents of LFC And I'm going to say this right now, the future is bright For people like myself, like Van And everybody that puts the work into LFC Laundry Fighting Championships And everybody should really go out of their way if you've not checked it out yet, go to laundryfc.com and really just invest into what LFC brings you. And I got to say, Mr. Van, before we close this out, Mr. Van trin anytime you want to come back on, I'm going to put the overture here, Van. Anytime you want to come back on, you're more than welcome. I really got I really had a fun you know, discussion with you today. It's been very informative and I really did enjoy your time. For sure, Mike. and I hope I was entertaining and it wasn't too boring. Wow! Nah, um, stop it, you're not boring. Let me just say this: I'm gonna pull back the curtain. This son of a gun over here is like, man, I'm hope this is not gonna be boring. I'm like, dude, you're not boring. It's very informative. That's what people want to hear. You're doing a great job, I and mean, keep on keeping on, man. For sure. And then um, for anybody who's listening, uh, who's listening to the
1: very end, um, I just want to throw this out there. Um, so we do have the VIP membership for $9.99 per month, but obviously not everybody can afford that, right? So if you're looking for some, you know, for some some of the best entertainment out there, just uh, shoot. Um, info at lingeriefc.com and email and uh, we'll go ahead and set you up with one month free um, a one month free subscription and uh, just for just for being a fan and just for listening to the very end
0: (laughs) well absolutely and i gotta say first and foremost that was actually going to be my follow-up promote where everybody can now promote the website and also promote mma van because the links will be in the description below this Uh, show so everybody could check out what you got going on van and what lfc's got going on so i was going to step back and say hey man promote your stuff and promote lfc go ahead the floor is yours
1: for sure so uh the website's lingeriefc.com obviously you can find us on twitter on instagram and on facebook and uh, we also have a uh, very popular youtube channel uh, for most of you that um and also um we just got onto tiktok so uh make sure to go over there and follow us and um yeah obviously this podcast it's been uh it's been doing uh, you know it's done wonders for uh you know for getting the brand out there and to getting getting to know the fighters as a uh, you know uh, just the background and not just you know just not the fighting aspect of it and um yeah that's uh that's pretty much all i got
0: all right, and I'll put the description in for MMA Van. Check them out on YouTube. Right. Check out laundryfc.com. Check out Beauty Strength on Dominance on oh, wherever you get your audio platforms, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Anchor, iHeartRadio. We're there, we're there, we're everywhere. We're even on CastBox, for God's sake. There's so many audio platforms out there. It's absolutely amazing just to see the podcast grow and to everything grow that is encompassed with LFC Laundree Fighting Championships. And people, before we even close this out, I'm going to add Beauty Strength and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are and lfc is the place to be and mr van Trin, it's been an absolute pleasure thank you so much for your time thank you so much michael